We're now live on uh, the new latest episode of the MJ Podcast. Wait, we didn't do any topics. <laughs> Jared here with Max for a quarantine edition. Coming to you on April 4th, 2020. It is noon on East Coast, but it is 7 o'clock in Israel, and we are very pleased to uh, announce a new guest here, a recurring guest, not his first time. Please welcome back to the MJ Podcast, Michael Shaffrey. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Happy to be back. Max, I told you last podcast that we'd have a guest for the next one, and I followed through. And, you know, uh, we, we, we need to discuss some of the latest happenings that we've seen from you. Uh, we're a little unsure how you're taking this quarantine. Give us an update on what it's like to be quarantined in Israel. I mean, more so in Jerusalem, it's really hard right now. I think Israel sucks right now, but being in the most, like, already a really pretty uptight, uptight place, it's not easy. And now to enforce this whole restriction, it's even worse. Um, I am, uh, I'm surviving right now, but barely. I'm not doing well. Um, there's nothing open over here, and things that are open cost money. I forgot to cook for Shabbat, which really sucked. So I had to order some stuff out. Um, I am very, very, very bored. I've, I've been watching a new a director's movies this past weekend called Guy. Director's Ritchie. movies? Just a bunch of a bunch of this guy's movies called Guy Ritchie. Oh, great director! Yeah, like him a lot. I watched I watched Gentleman a couple, a couple weeks ago in theaters before the whole um, pandemic started, and I liked it a lot. So I'm like, all right. Watch more of his movies. Watch Sherlock ones. They are pretty good. I watched Rock and Roller two hours ago. That was solid. So now I'm gonna watch it. Lock, Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrel. So that should be good too. That's a great lineup. Yes. Um. I am not surviving well. I I am not doing good. I am. Face. I I face that people. I have not talked to since middle school. I have. <laughs> reached my limits I'm not surviving I am surviving but I'm like barely like I'm treading water right now are you quarantined with anyone yeah so how are those people holding uh, holding up handling it some better than others that's all I'll say <laughs> where are you on the scale of like a scale of 1 to 10 of surviving I'm at about uh, let's give it a day four night pizza scale and that is 3.5 Oh man, and the average person that you're with? Uh, Hopefully, at least a five. I, I want to say like a five point seven. Oh wow! All right, well, figure out what they're doing, and then try to replicate. Yeah, try to get up to about a six. You could double yourself, <laughs> be up to about a seven. Rookie number, Jared. Rookie number. <laughs> well, <laughs> we one of the reasons I wanted to bring on our guest Michael today is because he's had some interesting tips on how to survive the quarantine. Maybe he could impart those on Max. Max, have you seen any of what Michael's been up to lately? He does onion. He does challenges on Instagram to go live. I've seen that. Yeah. That's right. 
maybe you guys could take a page out of that book in, in Israel and do some challenges that are live on Instagram. Okay. You, cool you should definitely do that. I, I highly recommend. And uh, if I had some pointers for how to have a successful live, it would be you got to ramp up slowly because right when you go live, people aren't watching. Right. So you gotta gotta give some good background and be sure to repeat yourself because almost every single time when you go live and you you say what challenge you're about to do, if you go directly into it, uh, people are gonna join late and then inevitably in the comments ask what's going on. Right. So what I recommend is start a couple of minutes before you actually want to start the challenge, and maybe do some prep work. So a lot of my challenges require some kind of you know, material gathering or whatever, whatever it takes, um, explaining the rules. And so you do that in the first couple of minutes of the, of the chat. And then, uh, I mean, of the live and then go into it. Uh, another word of caution that I'll add is if you're doing with other people, you can't tag anyone else in the live as you can in like a regular Instagram story. So what I recommend is a, maybe an hour before you start, put an Instagram story up that has like what you're doing and tag the people you're doing it with so that they can reshare that on their story. Right. And then they'll, their followers can point to your live and then, you know, you'll give them a little bit of warning and, and then you can go. And then I also like to post a post challenge Instagram post as well. I mean, on, on the story. Um, and you can save the, you can't save the live, but you can have it on your profile as a replay. I'm learning all these ins and outs. Like I had no, I had no idea that I was going to learn this beforehand. But so you can have it on your profile as a replay like forever? For No, just for 24, 24 hours. 24 hours, right. For the live. Yeah, 24 but hours any, for a live. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't show up in your, like the, when you're on the main feed. <laughs> and you click on your little picture, the circle at the top, it doesn't show up there. You have to actually go into the profile. Right. Then you can, then you can, and click then, on and a, then if you have live. both a story and a live, <laughs> you need to select view live or view story. Oh, I don't even know that. So like, if you like, let's say your profile, like you said, had a story from, you know, an hour or two before when you go to your profile, if you also have eventually a live video archived on your on your profile, when you click on the, the circle of your profile picture, you will have to choose either view story or view live video. Yeah. So But I you guess also can video. you also can record I I believe that you can save your live video to your camera roll or well, I don't know about how it works on your phone, but on an iPhone, you can save it to your your photo library or your video library, and then you theoretically could upload it later as an IGTV video. So I've seen that option in the settings, yeah. but I haven't actually seen it. Like I, I haven't seen it show up in my camera roll. Right. So I don't know what the story is for that. That's interesting. Well, you'll have. Yeah. I guess you'll have to keep playing around with it as you continue to have more live success right and as the quarantine continues so max would like to discuss scary movies 
on this no, edition no, of the podcast. No, 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 I don't want to do that. No, I want to find. I want to do another Mount Rushmore. I realize that's really two movies that really scared me. So, <laughs> never mind. All right. Well, I didn't. Ha- I told him I didn't have any opinion. By the way, I don't pretty watch cool right now. Adam Sheffield tweeted out about two hours ago. Like, I don't want to get all political, but the fact that the phone call right now with Adam Silver, Rod Manfred, Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman, the PGA Tour Commissioner, Jay Monahan, UFC, Dana White, my favorite, WWE, Vince McMonahan, plus some other major... It's not McMonahan, it's McMahon. McMahon, sorry. <laughs> plus some of the big sports league commissioners in, in the U.S. The fact that the giant conference call with all of them right now is pretty pretty cool. Have you seen the new trend, uh, Zoom bombing? Yeah. Yes! I saw one. There was one, there was one recorded as, as lasted like five minutes ago. I'll send it to you guys. Where, where, where the fans are, where this guy was in the, the whole class of, of Zoom. And this guy's in there. And, and, he, and, he, and somebody puts answers for the test in there. And the girl, the girl alerts the class. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? How the fuck would you say that? It's really, it looks really funny. I want to do it. No, no, no. So that is funny, and that does happen on Zooms. But Zoom bombing is different. Right. Zoom bombing is when the link somehow gets leaked. So right. maybe like someone will post it publicly, or you know, someone will share the link to the Zoom, uh, you know, to someone else, and then a stranger will come into the Zoom who oh, was not Jack, invited. This is meant for me. This is meant for me to do. Oh my god. How, oh, man, you, I, I shouldn't have said have anything. Up, you're going to have to come oh, wow. up with something to do when you get in there. Right, right. So you come on and <laughs> play something inappropriate. You, you play something inappropriate will, or say something. Oh, my this is, this, I need to do this. this is, I, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Zoom links. Just search that on Twitter. <laughs> right. There's oh, probably perfect. people just posting random Zoom right. Wow. Do you think someone's going to do it to our Passover Seder? Oh, now that you said it, Max is definitely oh, so cool. Well, I could just know. ban Max from the Passover <laughs> Seder. Right. I think I think also you can get uh participant approval. Like if if uh you know, anytime someone tries to join who's not invited, they have to get approved. Right. So I think that protects against Zoom bombing, but I'm assuming that when this is happening, it's for Zoom yeah, that are not protected. It's mostly for, you know, companies that are having Zooms, Zoom calls. And, you know, people that are maybe a little more public. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, it, when Max was saying this whole roster of people who are on this uh, Trump call with Adam Schefter. Right. Um, I can only imagine what the chaos would cause if that. Uh, oh, that would be amazing. If that got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. My God. <laughs> well, I'm surprised they chose Zoom in light of. What's the recent trends? They might they should have maybe chosen a different. I don't know service. if it's actually. I don't know if it's actually Zoom. Right. Uh, I'm looking at the Twitter now. It just says it's a call. Right. I know my rush we can do. I know that guys. I know my rush we can all do. What? Okay. Cereals. Wow. What? Cereals. All right. Well, I'm surprised you haven't done that one already. There's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities in the Mount Rushmore world, and we've only scratched the surface. I, I would think cereal should be up there towards the top. All right, well, you could do, we, Mount, you could do Mount Rushmores of Mount Rushmores. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We could. Well, we have to wait till we do a lot more Mount Rushmores first. Right, right. Uh, all right, I'll go first. I, I think no, I have it ready. Wait, wait, no, we, we do the end of the are podcast. We, but wait, are we doing, again, are we doing a Mount Rushmore where we <laughs> where we are all agreeing? Like, are we doing it together? Or are we each giving our own? Each giving our own. Are we going to try to build it up, wait, you know? Okay, we can do it now. The sleep over here. We can do a snake trip. We can do a stop. We can do a snake trip, and we all pick a pick. Like if I pick like Fruit Loops, which I never pick, because it's a god awful cereal. I don't know why he's an example, but like I, I'll pick Fruit Loops. Michael and Jared cannot eat Fruit Loops, so it'll go. Like I guess. Well, really, I, I feel like it's just like if we're gonna do it that way, you bring one to the table, and we we have to decide if that's gonna be on there or not. Well, no, I get to pick my own four. A little snake draft. So like, I go first. Well, why? Why would you? Why would you be able to pick one, and I wouldn't be able to pick the same one? How is that fair? If it's on the Mount Rushmore, it's on the Mount Rushmore. No, Derek. Yes, people here. Fuck, stop, stop. Perfect. Um, right now I'm like looking through Zoom codes for the past ten minutes, and I can't find a class (laughs) one. all right, focus. All right, before we start Mount Rushmore, uh, Max, have you? Are there different cereals in Israel? Whoa. Yeah, there's. So Israelis love Crave. I don't think it's What's that, that good. Oh, Crave! It's like the chocolate-filled one. Yeah. They do have like different type of Craves over here. Like they have, they have like a cappuccino-filled Crave. That's 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 okay. But I don't think it's. I think it's a. It's ass level cereal. It's shit. Um, the best cereal they've had to be they have over here too in the U.S. They gave it to us one time in the mess hall was Oreo cereal, which is like ridiculously that's Oreo. I don't know if it's, if it's even count that, but it's still cereal, so I have to count it. Yeah, um, I think if it comes in a cereal box, I'll count it. Yeah, they sell them. They sell something over here just coming to the U.S. called Waffle Crisp. Yeah. They don't have that in the U.S. anymore. They, they don't? have it here. No, and it's really good. I have it. I remember having it as a kid. Yeah, it's solid. Really solid. Mm. All right. Well, Max, um, are you starting it off then? No, no, no. We're, we got it. We got it. The, pot, the Mount Rushmore goes into the podcast. Oh. I thought you said we could do it now. Oh. All right. You want to do it now? Well. Well, wait, before we get into it, I have a couple of, like, yeah. quarantine experience questions okay. that uh, yeah. I'd love to hear from you guys. Okay, so have you guys done any activities that are traditionally in person uh, over a conference call or a Zoom? And so I'll, I'll start as a, for instance, uh, I'm on a dart team uh, here in New York, and I've played darts virtually. Wow. So we, yeah, we... Uh, all we all individually pay for this service called Dart Connect, uh, not sponsored, but I'd love to be sponsored by them. Uh, and so one person can start a game and then send you the invite code, and it's a shared scoreboard, uh, like just on the computer. And then we'll open a Zoom separately and video chat us playing darts and just take turns normally. Because everyone on the team has their own dartboard. Well, that's what so, I was, was going to ask you. Is this a virtual, yeah. actual, you're throwing them virtually? Or are you throwing them in real life, like that you all have your own dartboard? Exactly, yeah. We all have our own, and we're throwing it in real life. And 
uh, just keeping track of the score and communicating virtually. I like that. That's uh, pretty great. This yeah, past it's... week, this past week and a half, since I really discovered Zoom, we did a we did a Zoom call with our unit about human trafficking on the dark web, and I discovered some really weird stuff that I tried telling Jared about, but Jared would not look into it with me. Uh, I think I, I, just based on the topic, <laughs> I'm going to side with Jared on this one. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm sure that someone somewhere is monitoring my internet and monitoring, you know, what kind of websites I'm visiting. And I don't really need to get myself into trouble during this quarantine. And I All don't right. need to risk losing my internet provider <laughs> because I really can't live without the internet right now. So I don't want to lose my internet. Speaking about monitoring and Israel, so my, I think my, my, Michael, of- Michael, yeah. when we get off this when we get this podcast, <laughs> go on YouTube and look at the video, blank room soup, bro. Oh my god! I'll be sure to definitely not do that. But speaking about surveillance <laughs> yeah. and monitoring in Israel, um, I think they were one of the first countries to start using um, location monitoring yeah, to monitoring. check the they're- movements of people who are in quarantine. So if they're locking down, they can find out who and uh, who's breaking quarantine and where their movements. And then now, I think that was maybe a week ago, a week or two ago. Time during the quarantine is really uh, slipping. I but um, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Now Google is releasing <laughs> even the United States data for people moving uh, through like cell phone movement data. Now, how does what does that mean? Like, are they showcasing when people are together as a group, or are they showcasing just people leaving their house and moving around? I haven't uh, looked into the data yet, but my understanding from like headlines that I've read is I think they're using it more like on the macro level to say like this city is more mobile oh, than gotcha. other cities. I, I think I, I haven't looked into it, but. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, I think Israel was one of the first to take data that, you know, wasn't made for monitoring quarantine to now use it for that. Right. Well, I feel like right now, at least in here in Charleston, there are many people. Wow. They just announced as we speak, there will be no major league sporting events this year. What? The whole year? What do you mean? Holy shit. Adam's got to tune that out. What do you mean the whole year? Like all of 2020? The 2020 calendar year. No. The NFL decided that? NFL, MLB, WNBA, uh, NASCAR. NASDAQ for a second. Uh, I'm looking at Adam Schefter right now. It's not on Adam Schefter's Twitter. That is not. You're you're reading a fake Adam Schefter Twitter. You guys are so nervous. Holy shit. Oh, that was so good. Wow, you really got us. <laughs> we were saying it wasn't true the whole time. <laughs> you were bad at so hard. I happen to already have his Twitter up, so it didn't take too many clicks. There you go. I pulled it up pretty quickly. <laughs> I do see all the commissioners that are in there. It surprised that terrible, w- the that I'm surprised I, that I, WWE actually is in this call. I wanted to say sorry if I accidentally jinxed this, which can totally happen based on my last name. So, uh, yeah. Are you surprised? I mean, they, they probably have a pretty no, sizable I, audience. I mean, they definitely 
have a big audience in a venue. But I was like, yeah. they're not really actually a sporting event, though. They're more like a performance. Yeah, true, true. But you know, if you think nationwide golf fans versus WWE fans, yeah, that eh, I don't know the numbers, but it's I, off the top of my head, I would say it's close. Right. I, I've got a hot dig actually. I want to share right now. Wait, wait. First, weigh in. Do you think there's more WWE fans or uh, golf fans in the United States? Just in the U.S. Just in the U.S. WWE. Wow. So I think they deserve to be on the call. No, it's not that they don't have a, a lot of fans. Again, it you know, it's not real sports. It's the form of entertainment. That that's what not, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. like you know, I, I, I know Hamilton that. on Broadway has an amazing amount of fans in the U.S., but nobody's including them on a sporting call. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, like, like, okay. like I would, I would argue. You know, there's, um, you know, there's many events that take place at large arenas that are going to be canceled. But, oh know, yeah, I guess by extension, uh, on this call, I mean, of course, you're losing the, uh, the not the genre, but the you know, defining factor will make the call. But by the same extension, by allowing WWE, maybe you should put some concert promoters on there. You should put festival promoters, right. uh, you know, because it's who's selling out stadiums and the, yeah. the strategy. Well, that, that's what, if you look at Schefter's tweet, he has on the bottom, notice no members from the NCAA were allowed on that call, which is like, I mean, how do you not have an NCAA person on there? I, I you know, I know they're not professional, but... We, like you said, they're selling out stadiums. They're putting on massive events. Like, right. you would think that you would want them to be part of this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, where are uh, we at, Max? Okay, put us, cut us, get uh, us back on track. <laughs> I have a hot take, real quick. Oh, so we're not getting back on track. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if it's a hot take or not, but it's definitely a take. It's a take quake. <laughs> Um, they just announced the NBA Hall of Fame finalists of Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Kev, and, uh, Tim Duncan, and some other random person. Who's the other random I person? I don't know. It's not worth saying their name because I don't know them. Well, it's definitely worth um, saying their name. They're Hall of Fame finalists. God damn it. Uh, like, why? Why do you think he is? Tim. All right, let me, let me get my hot take out. The best. It doesn't even say it. Oh, my God. You don't graduate the per- uh, dude, they're not saying it at all. It's kind of annoying. Wait, what's the take? Wait, it looks like to me that all all finalists have been elected to the Hall of Fame. These guys are already in. Yeah. Well, whatever. Can I say what I wanted to say? Yeah. I think I think Tim Duncan is the best player of the two thousands for the NBA. You're going to put Tim Duncan over Kobe? Yeah. Why? Uh, I think I think Kobe always had help. And especially for the first, like, four or five years, he was tremendously helped by Shaq, Robert Horry, uh, Rick Fox. And Tim Duncan, he really, he started off with an old David Robinson and the, those early 2000s. He had rookie Ginobili's, rookie Parkers, who were never like at the, at the level they were later on in the career. And 
two-time MVP winner. You can argue he had one of the best shots in basketball history. Was his bank? Was his? I mean, look. I'm actually getting some videos. I've been rewatching. I don't know if you've been doing this, Jared. I've been rewatching sporting events. So like every day, I try to rewatch a Sunday night baseball game with John Miller and Joe Morgan. But recently, I've been watching two of two thousand three NBA playoff games and two thousand two NBA playoff games. And you look at Duncan when he had both legs working, and he was generally unstoppable. You had guys like Rasheed Wallace, Tim Duncan, Chris Webber up against him, and they weren't stopping him at all. Shaquille O'Neal in that in that O three, O two series couldn't stop stop him. I thought that's pretty interesting. All right. So yeah. I think and that you can make the argument. I'm not going to say that's a bad argument, but I would say that um, it's hard to compare because Tim Duncan plays a completely different game than Kobe. Kobe takes way more shots per game. Kobe took way more shots per game. And although he did, obviously, have, he was a great passer and he could do other things, he was mostly a scorer, whereas Duncan was playing great defense he was leading an interior defense. He was the best rebounder in the game. He was, you know, doing other things. Kobe wasn't an amazing, amazing rebounder. So you have kind of different perspectives. So, yeah, they were both elite, amazing players that won championships. But I think it's tough to, you know, I think that it's really tough to say that Duncan was better. And obviously, I know you're talking about Kobe having Shaq near him, but Duncan had a great surrounding cast as well that all bought into an amazing system, and they played as a team. Kobe mostly just played as himself with some other guys helping him out a little bit. For the record, the North American Committee finalists, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Eddie Sutton, and Rudy Tomjanovich. Is that who you couldn't pronounce, Max Rudy Tomjanovich? <laughs> no, there's some other name. Yeah, there's some other name that was really hard to pronounce. Uh, what do you mean? I just said all the names. <laughs> Wait, was it W? The there's a couple WNBA name. players too. Tamika Catchings. Uh, yes, That's the one. Tamika. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tamika Catchings, Barbara Stevens, and Kim Mulkey. But mostly, I think Rudy Tomjanovich is who Max can pronounce. <laughs> wow. Um, Those are the finalists, but yeah, but I think they, I think what I'm seeing is as of now, they all eight finalists were elected. Oh wow! All right. Have you guys been to the basketball hall of fame? No, I've not. I heard it's a great hall of fame, but I've not been there. I've just been to the one in in uh, Hebertstown. That will be one. Mm. Yeah, I, I went in Springfield, Massachusetts. You went? I thought yep. it was Springfield, Illinois. No, it's Springfield, Massachusetts. No. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should have should have gone there. Um. What's? Yeah, nothing like that bad. I gotta um, give a shout out on the podcast. Who to someone who's probably not going to listen to it, but still giving a shout out anyway, because one of my friends has been gaining some national traction for something he's been doing. It was a started by a famous broadcaster, Josh Lewin, who is a former voice of the Mets, but no longer with the Mets. But he started doing play by play of anything, 
during the quarantine. Oh, I saw and one of the other guys doing it. My my friend, uh, like, my friend whose name is Evan Pivnik, he has been doing uh, play-by-play of anything every day. Now, it started off with some was more. Was it Joe Buck? Joe Buck is doing Joe... it also. Yeah. Joe Buck, though, is a little bit different. He's allowing people to send in videos of what they want him to narrate. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Pivnik, in my opinion, his best one was when he did play-by-play of traffic outside his window on the street, which is really <laughs> good. Uh, but also now he's been doing lately a lot more videos. Like mo- like he's been doing play-by-play of movies and TV shows. So he did uh, Jerry Springer, Titanic, Friends, uh, Harry Potter, and most recently, lately, he's been doing um, Maury, E.T., Shrek, Anchorman, The Office, oh and Mr. Deeds was his last one that he did. He's like uh, doing play-by-play play of these real, real things. Quick. Wait, where do we find these? Uh, his Twitter is at Evan Pivnik, A-D-K. His last name is okay. spelled P-I-V-N-I-C-K. He's also on Instagram. And his hit with, at, at Evan Pivnik. And he also was featured uh, by Jimmy Kimmel, uh, and he so he did the play by he did the play by play of Friends, and Jimmy Kimmel played the video and gave him a shout out on Jimmy Kimmel's show that he's doing from his house, and then he brought on Courtney Cox to this discuss it right good. away. Okay, it, seems, it seems pretty good, so I'm not gonna watch it right now. But I, yeah, it's not worth watching right now. But just quick shout out because. It's one of the better things that's going on during the quarantine, and he's kept it up, and he's getting some, uh, some props. So it's pretty cool. You, you, Casey Barstool will follow him. Yeah, there was a Barstool article about it as well. So that Max now I'm sure takes it much more seriously. <laughs> right now he's in. Uh, oh, I have a funny story about uh, your friends, Jared. Actually, so you on Instagram shared, uh, I think it was like a Northeastern bingo card. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And so I sent that to a couple of my Northeastern friends uh, and I sent it to uh, my friend Emily and just, to, just because it was Northeastern, I didn't think anything of like what you had put or like anything, you know, was in your content. And then, so she saw that you were nominated by Alex Faust. Right. And so she said, wait, holy shit. He was nominated by Alex Faust who does Kings play by play and paid for my ticket to the NCAA tournament in 2015. And I was like, what? And so I, I said, yeah, I met him. Uh, he paid for your ticket. What's the story? Um, and she said, yeah, we got fucked over. And he sent me and my friend money for two tickets. Wait, how did they get in? What do you mean? The NCAA tournament in 2015? Like, uh, was it in Pittsburgh? I don't know. Alex was at was- that. Uh, wait a minute. 20- yeah. I think Alex was there calling the games. Yeah, so I don't know what the story is. I'm trying to get the the larger story, but I'm guessing that like they maybe bought fake tickets or whatever, and somehow connected with him, and he got tickets for them or wow. you know paid for tickets. Who's that's John sick. Butler? Uh, Max, are you kidding me right now with the interruptions? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> John, like uh, John Butler trio. Yeah. What about it? Are they good? Yeah. All right, back to what Michael was saying. So I just uh, wanted to, 
you know, close some loops, make a connection. Yeah, I, sure. well, I, didn't, I was story. unaware of that story, but you know who was actually yeah. with Faust at that game in 2015? Who? My other friend, Patrick McHugh. Oh, wow, all-star cast. Yeah, well, Faust and McHugh that year were broadcasting for Northeastern basketball, like, all season, and the school paid for them to go down to the tournament when they made the tournament. But that was after, like, they were already professionals by that point. Correct. They were, we graduated in 2012. Right. But Alex was working in Boston for a consulting company, investment consulting, and then then, uh, McHugh was working for Dunkin' Donuts, but he had... You know, they were both doing broadcasting on the side, just as a side gig. <coughs> so, yeah, McHugh, McHugh, uh, McHugh was doing some some broadcasting for Framingham State College as well, but um, um, that's neither here nor there. Were they in the tournament? tournament? Now, Framingham State's not a Division One school. They were not in the tournament. <laughs> no, all right. Uh, let's get back on track. I have something to talk about, actually, revolving around sports. Okay. How do you feel with MLB saying AJ Hinch, Jeff Lundell, Alex Cora, and the rest of the guys that, that have been suspended, their year-long suspension will count no matter this year, no matter if the short and schedule played <clears throat> or no baseball at all. I think that's pretty BS. I I agree with <clears throat> you on that take, it's, Max. It's, it's a punish. Well, that's, that's, that's like, well, good. That's okay, good for us. Like, it's not really a punishment if nobody else can do it either. It's like, damn, I'm going to put over mine. But you get the point. Yeah, um, if no one's playing, why does that mean yeah, the suspension counts? Not really a punishment. Like, there's, okay, take a year unless, off. Unless else. everyone else, unless they're considering it, like, from a pay perspective where everyone else is still getting paid for the whole year and they're not getting paid. I know you're I, saying, I still agree I with know. you. I still agree with you, but I'm yeah. saying maybe that's the what they're what they're saying. Yeah, MLB is going to fully that their suspension will end in 2020, even if the MLB canceled the season. So no matter what, it just counts. I don't like that at all, actually. It's like, shit. Mm. Uh, yeah. Does I mean they're also banned? I mean, not that it matters in the quarantine, but they're banned from uh, team activities? Yeah, well, yeah. actually, what happened was the, the MLB decided to give them a year-long suspension, both of them. But... When that suspension was announced, the Astros decided to also fire them for their role in this. So right now, they actually don't, they're not employed by a team because they were let go by the Astros, but mm-hmm. they would be eligible to be rehired theoretically if As this year suspended? was. What's that? They would be rehired, suspended? I guess a team could do that. Yeah. Or they could be rehired after the suspension is over. Which, if the suspension is deemed over, even though there wasn't a season, then it's like everyone else just sat out the whole year, and then, you know, like I said, they they would. I, I don't know that anyone would honestly rehire them anyway. I think they're. I'm not sure that any team would want to take on that PR. They're they're kind of. It, it's like it seems to me like it's Kaepernick with even more of a cause. Like, why would you? want to take on either of those guys as a coach or general manager after they were just involved with probably the worst scandal in the history of baseball. Mm. Yeah. So I don't, I I think I agree with Max that 
it's pretty BS that the suspension would be over if there's no games played or if it's even a shortened season. But I also think it might not matter because I don't know that any team is going to rehire them to work anyway. Right. Yeah, I was definitely on the, the side of, you know, that's that's kind of BS. But then once we're talking about pay, you know, I think at the end of the day, these are jobs. So, you know, if you're you're suspended from pay, uh, you know, that's the suspension right there. So I think The so. Office is such an overrated show. All right. <laughs> was Kaepernick on The Office? No. Was Alex Cora on The Office? Not that no. I know of. Hmm. I feel like Wait. Alex Cora's the guy. I feel like Alex Cora though is the guy that likes The Office. Like, you know who's the guy that likes The Office? Who? Andy Shaffron. Oh my, yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Speaking about Andy, Duhar. I have to say. Too hard. I have to say, I've gotten into TikTok this uh, quarantine. Oh, I noticed you followed me, which I have not gotten into TikTok. I did. I did make my account with Andy at my side, but I, after that, I don't think I've done anything with it. I've watched a couple videos. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think two days this week, and who can say what a week is? I don't know if it was this week or last week, but I think it was two days this week. I got the notification: you've been on TikTok too long. Why don't you oh. take a break and it'll be uh, it'll be here tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. I well, so what have you been watching? What have you been scrolling? Uh, I just stay on the For You page, which is just like all the stuff. And I think it is starting to bend towards my interests, you know, based on my likes, I think. Or maybe maybe it's just like, a, you know, confirmation bias. Maybe I just think it's more like right. what I want. But I do, I do have to say it is bending more towards like science and aviation. Um, some, I get a lot of baby videos. I get a real kick out of the, uh, like any of the dad videos. So I, I'm guessing that my feed is more skewed that way than the, the let's say the Virgin feed. Um, but I could be absolutely wrong. I, I could be seeing what everyone else is seeing too. I don't know. I have not done enough time on there i find that i'm not very interested in a lot of the content (laughs) yeah so maybe i need to curate my feed a little bit more oh i don't know it i i'm telling you i spent too much time on it have you posted anything on it just one thing and that was uh at the beginning or towards the beginning of the quarantine i did uh the megan the stallion savage dance which i also post on instagram that's the other thing is that I feel like it's very dancing heavy and I'm not a big dancer. So it's a little tough for me to post and have some some con- contributions. Right. Which I think that's okay. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't even have to, I guess. Right. Uh, Max, are you getting yeah. on TikTok? I think it's really stupid actually. But... Wow. Yeah. Why do you feel have that? Why do you have that take? It's just the, it's a, it's a, what's a way of saying this one? Um, it's a shittier version of Vine. I think Vine was very good, or Vine was, it was, it was good, not very good, but just the. Wait, why is it worse? Vine. I feel like actually it's like a souped up version of Vine. It actually, I think, yeah, is taking yeah. Vine, which, what was good about Vine, and making it actually better. Yeah. Vine was cool being at six seconds long. Seven, I think. 
How what? long is a TikTok video? I think it'd be up to a minute. Oh, it can? I thought it was shorter. Uh, uh, actually, I don't know. Let's see. I'll Google it. Uh, yeah, I think I, – I agree. I think there, it does way more. Uh, the fact that you can – I actually wasn't on Vine for too long, so I don't remember it that well. But from – you know, you can pick the songs and you can immediately, like, pick up a song from one person's TikTok and use it in yours. You could search by the song. So if, like, you like one particular dance, you can see all the dances for that one song. Right. Uh, I think it's pretty intuitive. Um, I do – I don't like how often people are like, oh, like this has to blow up. Like people put this in the in the caption, like, oh, you know, this is the for you page, or this is like I'm trying to like get famous. Like it's a little too meta. Right. Like people talk about the platform a little bit too much uh, for my tastes. Um, but I, I maybe I'm becoming numb to it now because like people put like just random hashtags, which I guess are more popular hashtags, just so that it like it gets shows caught up, up for people. Yeah, and so I, I initially didn't like that, but I think now I'm just becoming blind to it. I'm just like looking past it. So, but yeah. I, I think that's my biggest criticism: is it's a little too, I don't know, campy. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's like it's it's too much. Like I just want the content. I don't need people to like. I don't care if they're famous or not. Did you find out how long videos are? Um, I'm set. I'm funny now. I also don't like how you don't, you don't have the ages of people. You're just like, I don't want to watch any of these children. Like, I wish uh, that there was – I don't need filters. to watch. Yeah, that'd be huge. People uh, would break through that though anyway. Yeah, but maybe it would be better than – if it wasn't there. Yeah. I think it is 60 seconds. By the way. Yeah, I would like if if it was like 20 seconds max. Cut down yeah. the time of the Vine, I mean, of the TikTok. Most people aren't going to yeah. a minute, though. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. All right, Max, it's time for the Mount Rushmore of breakfast we're, cereals. We're not talking about your one topic you sent me of the NFL uh, ignoring the pandemic thing, which I have no idea. Well, the thing is, you came on and then gave me an update from Adam Schefter that might have. Made meant my take a little cold or old, <laughs> so I didn't want to make make the take anymore because okay. it might not be relevant anymore. What what? I just want to go over it. What what are you talking about? I have no idea. Well, what I saw from actually Adam Schefter earlier in the week is that you know while all of these leagues are completely paused, and I know the NFL operates at a different time of the year. The NFL has basically showed no regard for the pandemic whatsoever. Why and they... wouldn't they? Oh, I saw him. I actually saw that clip of him on ESPN. Yeah. And he leaned in. Right. And he was he was saying it's ridiculous. But is that still the case? I haven't seen it. Well, that's, well, the update now is that you know they're meeting with Trump, so maybe they're considering doing something else. And also I think they've uh, – for the draft, they were still for the draft. They were thinking about still having that in person, uh, and now that's it seems like it's going to be completely ridiculous. virtual. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But my my point was that I think it's very ridiculous that they, you know, obviously I think it's if things get better, sure, but it's it seems extremely insensitive 
that they would continue to have things like like even having the draft. I mean, think about it. The draft is supposed to be like this very exciting, fun time for all of these players that are getting drafted and, you know, for the teams to celebrate things. And it just seems it just seems a little bit off to have all of that when everybody's Mm -hmm. trying to stay safe. And, you know, we have people in the hospital and we have hospitals that are struggling and we like I feel like all attention, if you're doing anything, it should be centered around, you know, how can we make more masks? How can we get more, you know, uh, how can we make things better in hospitals? How can we help these health care workers? Like the NFL should be shifting all of their efforts to helping some of these people that are sick instead of having teams prepare to take players in a draft. You know, like it just seems like all of those people with all those teams should be donating resources and time and effort into trying to help this pandemic instead of thinking about mm-hmm. who they're going to draft in the first or second or third round. Right, right. All And I'm sure even if you're doing a virtual, the teams still need like the – There's still a lot go, that to, goes into it even – yeah. Exactly. Obviously they're – got to do know, all the research. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a lot of, you know, like contract talk and, you know, who there's going to be trades. Like, you know, imagine getting traded for a pick and you're a player on a team right now and you get traded and, you know, you're trying to have – they used to think about moving to a new city. Like it's just – there's so many different elements about it. I feel like – that's just a perfect example of, you know, they should be trendsetters to show everyone that everything right. needs to stop. Like, I know that the draft can be done virtually, but it everything from every team and every league should be stopped because it needs to. They need to be the leaders to show all these other people that all of their other things need to be stopped. You know what I'm saying? I think that's right. They're the 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 beacon, or yeah. they're the the light. But at the same time, you have the Patriots who are sending their plane everywhere. With well, right. So it's not that of, it's not that all the teams aren't doing things. They are. But that's right. why it's like the league needs to be the, the start of that. You know, you have good, right. good signs. I saw the thing about the Patriots as a perfect example of a team doing the right thing. But the league needs to be at the forefront of that, showing these teams this is how we want to be doing things. If if the league is saying we're still going to have the draft, the teams are going to be preparing for the draft instead of doing what Robert Kraft did and sending the plane over there. Right. But no one is looking to the NFL and, and pointing at great leadership for over the past five years. Yeah, but what years. a time to start. What a time to start. Great point. Exactly. That's that was the topic I was going to discuss today. Right, but it, you're right. It all might be for not after this conference call. Right. Well, Adam Schefter, a new tweet: High-level officials from multiple NFL teams are now preparing to do the draft virtually, away from team facilities. Wow, couldn't have planned that tweet better. <laughs> but still, again, it shouldn't. The draft shouldn't even happen. Max, yeah. another tweet that just came out from ESPN that they will be airing some of the new Hall of Fame electees best games on ESPN in honor of them being inducted so we could maybe compare some of Tim Duncan's great games to Kobe Bryant's great games you have the 2016 Lakers versus Jazz Kobe's final game Tim Duncan a great game in the 2003 NBA Finals. Kevin Garnett leading the Celtics to a title win in Game 6 in 2008. Um, Kobe's Finals Garrett, MVP Garrett, in 2010. Garrett, 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 Garrett. Just give me a pass. You, said, you mentioned the 2003 NBA Finals game. 
They're miss, you're missing half a fact that the NBA announced and miscredited Tim Duncan the two blocks where he should have had a quadruple <laughs> double in game six of the 2003 NBA Finals. Are you kidding me? That's not just a, a great NBA Finals game. That's a legendary NBA, NBA Finals game. What a, what a shit, shit take by you to blow past that game. What do you mean I didn't blow yeah. past the game? I mentioned the game was a great game of Tim Duncan's. No. Let me get some stats now, Jared. That was totally rude. <laughs> rude. If you want to, if you want to talk about the game, watch the game. It's gonna be replayed. It, ES, ESPN says they're replaying the game at three thirty on ESPN uh, today. I guess today. So there you go, Max. You can watch uh, it me, technically tomorrow. I think for you. So Tim Duncan had twenty-one points, twenty rebounds, ten assists. Eight blocks that day, but they never they admit to the blocks that were credited to David Robinson should have been credited to Tim Duncan. He realistically had 21, 20, 10, and 10. What? Very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> very, very impressive. Okay. Uh, all right, I think I'm ready to go to cereal. Yeah, we're definitely okay. going to cereal here. Um,. All right, what, uh, wait, wait, let's, hold on, let's decide. I think we can have a collective cereal. Even though Max is off the bat throwing off Fruit Loops, I'll allow it to, just so that we can, we'll create a collective one. Yeah, we got to create a collective one. Us giving our, our, our each four doesn't seem to be, I think we need to create a collective top four and you can give arguments why. Okay, I'd like to nominate Cheerios. I'd like to second that nomination. I think me? it is the quintessential breakfast cereal. It, and I think we can talk about if like the sub varieties are under it or they would be their separate own entry into the Mount Rushmore. I'm not sure. Uh, we can discuss. But even before we get to the sub varieties, I think as a kid, it is top notch, great snack in a sandwich bag if you want yep. to take it on the go. Yep. Um, it's respected by adults and apparently according to the commercials, doctor recommended great for your heart. And I think it, it does well in milk. It, I, I think it's just an overall, it is the, the, the staple of breakfast cereal. That's why Cheerios first election nomination yep i think that's a great point i think the fact that it's not as sugary as a lot of the other cereals makes it a well-rounded and you know available for everyone to have whereas you know some people who are trying to keep their sugar down they wouldn't really like some of the other cereals that we're probably going to mention but cheerios is great for everybody yes i've been given a submission from my coworker. That is telling me that they do not think Cheerios should be on the Mount Rushmore no, they shouldn't. of cereals. And I'm not garbage. sure why. However, it's a plain Jane boring cereal. What a, what a garbage thing by you. <laughs> Max has agreed with this. No, it's a garbage cereal. God. So, again, we need to redefine the Mount Rushmore. Wait, is there a co worker <laughs> The the we need to redefine the Mount Rushmore. Is this is this the staples? Is this the staple? The top staples, or or is this just Max's favorite cereals? 
That is a clear. We need to. We need to discuss that. Yeah, but I can't nominate Max's cereals, and we didn't even define what the parameters are, and immediately you and I agreed. <laughs> I think the Mount Rushmore is the staples, like we discussed in your reasoning, that at, you know, most people, if they had to pick their their top cereals or classics, that that would be yeah. a classic. You know what you give Mount Rushmore? Max. <laughs> we still have three more. We got to finish this one Wait. first before we do another one. Matt Rushmore of things we're scared with. No, what is with you and being scared lately? There's enough scary things in the world. I don't need to talk about anything else. That's scary. Right. No, no scary Mount Rushmore's. I'm making a veto on that from now on. Back to where we were at. We have Cheerios as a submission. Max is not happy with this. Max, would you like to offer a cereal that you think should be on the Mount Rushmore? Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay, so you're going to go with another brand of Cheerios. I think think just putting Honey Nut Cheerios on there is a vote of confidence for regular Cheerios. I think that... That all Cheerios would be under, like, Honey Nut Cheerios, yes, counts as part of just Cheerios in general. Like, you could you could have all of the different Cheerios. All of them would be on the Mount Rushmore. Cheerios, just any kind of Cheerios is on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'm okay with that. I've never had Frosted Cheerios, but I, don't I know think if I'd I have either. Go honey they have the multi... The grain, maybe multi-grain Cheerios or wheat Cheerios. I think I've had that. Okay, yeah. I think all Cheerios uh, are under my nomination. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, all right, so now do I get to nominate one? Hold on, hold on. I'm looking at the different types. Banana nut Cheerios, blueberry Cheerios, maple Cheerios, Cheerios oat crunch. Wow. Oh, my God. Maple Cheerios. Toasted, toasted coconut. Did they once have, peach. like, Team Cheerios? I don't know about that. It was like they had some sugar in them, but they were, like, for the Olympics. Team or team? Team. Like Equipo in Spanish. There's a lot of Team Cherry stuff I'm searching right now. What's yeah. Cherry? Yeah, Team Cheerios. <laughs> that was a thing. It's good. Look, there's a what Facebook there's a Facebook Barry? group for Bring Back Team Cheerios. <laughs> oh, what? yogurt burst Cheerios. Ooh, that <laughs> sounds <laughs> terrible. No, no, no. Like a third of the Cheerios were covered in like a like a sweet, you know, like um yogurt yeah. um like yogurt raisins. Yeah, like I don't know, yogurt's not, not the right word. That's not the 2012 Olympics or the 2016 Olympics. What is that? Oh four. 1996. Holy shit, Jack! You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so old. Wow. Proud Cheerios. sponsor of the 1996 U.S. Olympic oh team. God. Cheer- that, team uh, Cheerios. Is that Atlanta? Yes. Wow, you're so. Old. Um, I still think '04, maybe 2096. What? Some of this, these posts are amazing on this on this group for bring back Team Cheerios. 
someone on a, a page commented and wrote, multi-grain Cheerios is Team Cheerios. And they said, oh, you poor, poor peasant. You obviously have never experienced the nirvana of true Team Triumvirate. It's so basically there was there was some Cheerios in there that were regular, some of them that were frosted, and then some of them were that were brown sugar Cheerios, and they were all combined in one cereal box. Wow, maybe the whole what, Mount where did you find that funny comment? What? Where did you find that funny comment? On the Facebook page for Bring Back Team Cheerios, the comment was made on April twenty first, twenty fifteen, five years ago. That's the last comment that's even been in this group. I just liked it. <laughs> you liked that comment? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I found I'm it. liking it also. <laughs> All right. Max, do you, did Max lose his nomination? <laughs> Max or also your nomination? <laughs> No, no. What's your nomination? Max, Max, you can nominate another cereal that's not a Cheerios variety. <laughs> All right. Before I, see, before I see this one, I want to say a cereal that's really garbage. garbage. The Captain Crunch Berry Cereal is such trash. Okay, well we're not so we're not selecting trash cereals right now. <laughs> but that's also not a that's not a correct take. Right, that's just wrong. Uh, but yeah, regardless, what's the next nomination? Um, Captain Crunch. Mm, I don't know if I can even agree with that. All right. What about? Wait a minute. I don't think that. I don't think I've ever bought Captain Crunch. I think I always buy a variety of Captain Crunch, which I think is a bad sign. Okay. What about this peanut butter Captain Crunch? That no, is a better pick. That, that is definitely not a Mount Rushmore cereal. It's not a Mount Rushmore cereal, cereal, but that is better than regular Captain Crunch. Um, yeah, but I don't think it's going on the top four. I'd like to nominate list. Lucky Charms. Yes. I think I that's... I think that should definitely Are you kidding me? God! Max, what do you not like about Lucky Charms? In the history of our list, what have you done? This is by far the worst. What do you mean? <laughs> sure, yeah, Lucky Charms? Lucky Charms are laughing so hard, no noise is coming out. Whenever we got Lucky Charms, I would pick some marshmallows out and leave the rest of the oats in. Wait, you don't like the marshmallows? No, I picked the marshmallows out. Dude, you can get marshmallow only. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to do that. It's not it's way too oh. much. Wait, wait, Mike said he doesn't like the marshmallows. No, no I'm saying it's, a, it's, like, it's such a... So wow. why do you want to get marshmallows only? No, I'm saying that he doesn't like it, but yet there's some other people that would that get That only want the marshmallows. Only. Yeah. Right. Max, are, are, you're are not. This is not a good. My coworkers yeah. also agreed that Lucky Charms is. It's Kelly, she doesn't actually work with you. Fucking <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, oh, it's your turn to nominate another cereal. Number three on the Mount Rushmore of cereals. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No. No. <laughs> I get so soggy like two minutes in. No. Please stop. Oh, 
I <laughs> worst one yet. I like cinnamon toast crunch, but Thank I'm you. maybe okay with leaving it off. Thank okay. you. I do <laughs> like it. Again? Max is saying this like we're gonna force him to have all four. <laughs> 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 uh, my turn yet? Yeah, it's your turn. All right, it's Max's turn. Frosted mini wheats. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna even say. Even when it's soggy, even when it's soggy, it's still good. I'm inclined to take it. I would vote no, myself. That's too bad, Jared. I... Too much fun. Wait, wait. What did you say? Frosted mini wheats, right? Yeah, yeah. he is. He said. So I will take it, and here's why. I think you we need diversity in format, and I think from the I don't know if we want to call them the the you know Lucky Charms are a wheat puff cereal, uh, so is Cheerios. Um, I think for like it's a difference in size, it, it's a difference in mouthfeel. I think it's a completely different. It's a departure from what we've been saying. I, I agree, but I have diversity. two other departures that are better. Oh, all right. I'm excited to hear them. Do you want me to give them you both right now, or should I just go one at a time? Well, do you think they can both sit on there, or is it one or the other? I think they can both sit on there. Wow. Okay, then just one at a time. Then. My first one is Rice Krispies. Hmm. That is an excellent pick. I think it has a lot of similar qualities that we said about Cheerios, that it's both kids and parents. Um, it has versatility. There's a lot of varieties that are sub-varieties of Rice Krispies. Yeah, but they're not, not really they're not really the same as Cheerios, and they're definitely not like Lucky Charms. No, no, that's true. But I'm saying uh, like qualifications, not qualities. Right. I mean, you know, like. So you would you take mini wheats over Rice Krispies? Hmm. We could put both of them on there too. We do have another space. Huh. Niagara Falls looks kind of small. Max. <laughs> Which side of the country? Like, I'm looking at a get on the thing right now. It looks like over, overwhelmingly like not. What I thought it would be. Overwhelmingly <laughs> underwhelming. Well, yeah. are you talking about the Canadian side or the U.S. side? It doesn't say what side. I want to say, I want to say the U.S. side. Well, the U.S. side oh, is Oh, yeah, the U.S. side's not. Yeah. <laughs> Michael. Here, look at that on Facebook. That's... Have you been there? No. Of course not. What do you mean, of course not? I've been. I took the Maid of the Mist. You did? Jared, have you been there? Yeah, I've been there, but only on the U.S. side, not on the Canadian side. Mm. Rookie move. I mean, I didn't have time that day to go. Mm. Yeah. It's cool. It's nice. and But the town is a regular tourist town, so you don't have to spend right. too much time in the town from my limited From experience. the U.S. Yeah. side, it looked like the Canada side was cool. I was there. It's great. Max, what is this nonsense? Do you see it? What about it? Oh, it's like a 
It's a VR picture. Oh, okay. You can like move your phone. Yeah. So what's wrong with it? Why are you underwhelmed, Max? Maybe he didn't move his phone around because if you go right. all the way to the right, I it's pretty it. impressive over there. I saw it. A little. Wait, what did I catch? What do you mean? Uh, all right. Can you go back to the Marshmore? We can, but you're the one who got us off the topic. Sorry. So, Max, do you have an opinion on Rice Krispies? So, if I was like five or six years old, I'd say, yeah, Jared, of course. But I'm not five or six. My taste buds, my taste buds have evolved. And, I'm, and yeah. So, no, they're not on there. Okay. I... I think I would take mini weeds over Rice Krispies. Thank you. All right. Whose turn is it to make a suggestion? Um, I'm trying to think. I, I might be out, especially because we took off Fruit Loops. Guys, I haven't had this in a while, but is. Reese's Puffs good. It is good. Reese's Puffs is good. I don't think Great it's on a Mount Rushmore, but it's good. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. I I have another thing <clears throat> to bring up. Yeah, that's what I'm excited to hear. Frosted Flakes. Yes. Yes. Yep. That definitely needs fun to be fact. on there. Fun fact. They don't call them Frosted Flakes over the year. What do they, they call? Them? What do they call them? Frosties. <laughs> They're like Wendy's thing. F R O S T I E S. Wow. That's so funny. The Wendy's. Wendy's getting snubbed in Israel. All right, so we, I think, so we have uh, Cheerios. Garbage. <laughs> Uh, I forgot what our second one was. We I, have I Cheerios, I Cheerios, and Lucky Charms, and Frosted oh, yeah, Flakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cinnamon. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, and Lucky Charms. So we still and the fourth, and one, the fourth one is right now holding place for Frosted Mini Wheats, but we might have to discuss a few things to see if Frosted Mini Wheats will still hold. Uh, we're, we went two sugary cereals and Cheerios is not now, um, now that you put up frosted flakes as the spot, I might waver back to Rice Krispies. Ooh. Well, obviously so we I would two, agree with that. Two sugary, two non-sugary. I will bring up one other option, which I'm not really convinced I do enjoy the cereal myself, but I'm not really convinced that it should be on there, but I wanted to at least bring it up. Mm-hmm. To me, it kind of belongs with Captain Crunch, a good cereal, but not a Mount Rushmore cereal. Okay. Golden Grams. Hmm. Uh, Let me look that. this up. I'll give you that, yeah. That was, that was, that was a good middle, middle school cereal of mine. I'll give you that. Right, but not a Mount Rushmore is what I'm saying. No, I agree with you. 
I, I don't know if it's a hot chicken or not, Chad. I think you might have actually agreed with me over here. I think Golden Grams is better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, I was just about to say, I think Golden Grams are a worse Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, no, no, no. Jared, be the deciding butter over here. Tell us. Uh, I think I will go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch over Golden Grams. I think you could go, I could go through a whole box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think after two or three handfuls of Golden Grams, the honey flavor is just like, I've had enough of it. That's fair. That is a fair take. Stop me if you want to talk about any of these other options here. Okay. Raisin Bran. uh, No. Wheaties. Tiger Woods is cool, but no. No. That might be... Unless you want to talk about Corn Pops. I don't think those are on either. I think Corn Pops was great. I was never that big of a fan. Or Corn Pops, the yellow cereal. Yeah. Yeah. I always like the design of the box. <laughs> uh, corn what? flakes are just worse frosted flakes. Right. Wait, have you got the very mini squirrel cinnamon bun cereal? What is that? I don't think I've had that. I don't think so either. All right, so we we're we're in agreement. Well, actually, are we in agreement? No, I we're not. We we know we are solid on Cheerios. Frosted Flakes. I never had it. Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, and Lucky Charms are in. And now we are trying to secure a fourth cereal. Would we go with Frosted Mini Wheats or Rice Krispies? That's what we're down to. If we're allowing varieties as subcategory, as sub. Uh, you know, they can prop uh, them up. I think we are. I don't know if they prop them up, but maybe it just kind of showcases how legendary of a cereal they are. If there are a lot Cocoa of varieties. Crispies. Cocoa Krispies are amazing. Ooh. Can we talk with them real quick? Because you mentioned nostalgic people were. I've been seeing on, on social media, Instagram and Twitter called Dunkaroos. Oh, yeah. What's a Dunkaroo? It's oh, a snack. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it's a cookie that you get, a little circular cookie, and then it comes with frosting. You dunk you it just, into the frosting. Like the like the like the Ritz crackers and cheese dip, like fifteen years ago. Uh, yeah, but more sweet. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Going back to cereal, I, I want to wrap this up. So, yes. I, I think we're let's just look at the lower cards. I think there's like a strawberry frosted mini wheat, maybe. Yeah. Not probably. that's not doing anything. No. Not you know, based on just guessing cereals, there's probably a chocolate version of it. Yeah. You don't need that it. Can't be good. It, no. it, it's probably it's probably fine. I think if you have cocoa krispies and rice krispies as a duo, uh, that's a, you know no no variety of a of a Frosted mini wheat is going to come and dethrone that, um, right. you know, because we don't we don't have any chocolate on our list, right? True, no, we don't. We don't. So, but I is think... chocolate really a something that you would put on a Mount Rushmore of cereals? 
No, no, no. I'm not putting Cocoa Krispies on the Mount Rushmore. I'm saying right. as a supporter of Rice Krispies, Cocoa Krispies is a good resume point. It's not why you're getting the job. Right. It's showcasing it's nice why, how great it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, of, I mean, I don't even know if we're allowed to say, but Rice Krispie treats that's, are... That's part of it. But, you know, by volume are mostly Rice Krispies. Right. So uh, I think on that, I think I have to throw my support to Rice Krispies, even though initially I think Frosted Mini Wheats was a good pick. But I think I've, you know, the versatility, the chocolate support, Rice Krispie treats. Max, are you going to argue against that? Um, no. All right, there you have it. The Mount Rushmore of cereals from the MJ Podcast. Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, and Rice Krispies. That's final. Lock it in. Well, I might get all four in honor of the quarantine and the MJ Podcast. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. All right, Uh, final thoughts before we wrap up the podcast today. I want to say thank you to Michael Saffron. For telling me I can join people's Zoom meetings. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this, I can't be held responsible here. for this. This is no, no. This is national news. I'm not. Resp- I'm not taking any responsibility for this. Michael, I don't know why I'm taking responsibility. Awfully, me. Uh, no. This is very. Cool. Jared, bail me out. Have you joined any? I'm, I am looking right now. If one people sick, I, I put a reminder to join at, at 8 p.m. my time for the perfect. Um, you guys are laughing, but this is cool for me. I, I can have fun. I might have to, in opposition, submit your Zoom username as someone who's been spamming so you can get blocked. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to shut you down before you even begin. Uh, yeah, I want to wish everyone a uh, happy Pesach. 
And um, I also want to wish everyone uh, a safe and productive, if you want to be productive, quarantine. Um, and I, I just want everyone to stay safe. Fair enough. I will echo that wish and also need to ask if anyone knows the best way to get secure red horseradish for the Seder. I'm still in need of some I, red I horseradish. I Taylor Ball. I really I would just make it. Happy Easter. I could do that. Wait, wait, say that again, Max. We were talking about horseradish. I, I, I want to I wish Taylor Ball. I don't know if he, I don't know if he listens to that, but I even want to podcast a couple of times. I want to wish him a very happy Easter and Pesach. All right. Thanks for Taylor letting Ball. us know. Taylor Ball plays Eddie and Ellie, Eddie Millie's Dollar Cook Off. Great movie. I'm sure you've shared oh the podcast. With, I'm sure you've wow. shared the podcast with him many times. Wow. Wait, Michael, would you put that movie? Or no, 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 no. Fuck. Um. Wait, what were we just talking about? Oh, red, red horseradish. horseradish. Uh, yeah, you should just take white horseradish. Maybe buy an extra bottle and, and uh, with beets? grind up some beets. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, cut it, cut it down a little bit. All right. Good suggestion. I appreciate it. Yep, if anyone else has any suggestions, hit me. Hit me up. And uh, we will talk. We'll talk to you, everyone, on the next edition of the MJ Podcast.